Christmas, everyone. Wasn't that fun to just sing those Christmas carols on Christmas Day? I mean, that, that was really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. And uh, just uh, interacted with, with the Lord by His Spirit. He's here. And uh, just to give praise for, for uh, understanding who this one is, Jesus Christ, God incarnate. God in human flesh, and to have the Word, the Bible, the truth, and to be able to open up that Bible every day and read it and hear the voice of God speaking to us individually. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that on this Christmas day, but it really is neat to to sing those songs together. And uh, I'd like to pray and just ask that the Lord would take this uh, short devotional. This will probably be one of the, the shortest Christmas messages I've ever preached, all right? And you're going, yeah, right. <laughs> but I, I want to pray and just uh, ask that, uh, that our hearts would be open to receive from him today. Thank you for this great word, the Magi who who offered up these gifts, symbolic of who Jesus is and why he came. He's the king. He also brought that that myrrh that would communicate that this, this babe will die. And we know that he died for us. And that he understood what his mission was. And Jesus, you fulfilled it. And you sent the Spirit to communicate to us, spirit to spirit, of our need for salvation. I thank you for each person here who has said yes to that, who has bowed their own knee and has offered up their own gifts, Lord, who who has given themselves to Christ and who desires to worship every day. And Lord, if there's one or two or three people here today who who haven't yet given their lives to you, I pray that they would today. They would come and see. So Holy Spirit, on this day, speak to our hearts. We're here. We're listening for your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our Christmas theme has been Come and See. Last Sunday we began that uh, invitation, took a look at that in the scriptures and where Jesus first said those words when uh, he was baptized by John the Baptist and began his earthly ministry and a couple of fishermen were trying to figure out who was this guy, who are you? He just said, come and see. And... uh, And then Jesus just kept taking them further and further and further. And they gave their lives to him. And I was thinking about these invitations. And this last week, I just spent some time looking at a number of the invitations in the Bible. And from from the time, you know, the word is right there in Genesis all the way to the very end in Revelation There's countless invitations by God. He's a God who continuously invites us to just interact with him. 
It's amazing that this awesome God speaks to human beings. He loves us, as Pastor Nathan was saying, and he wants us to say yes to his invitations and actually do something with them. So I was looking at the invitations, and it was interesting to see how Jesus began his ministry with an invitation, and then at the very end of the Bible, Revelation, one of the very last things that is spoken in the word, Revelation twenty two seventeen says, the spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears, that would be us, Say, we would say this out loud. Come, let the one who is thirsty come and let the one who wishes to take the free gift of the water of life come. From the the time he began his ministry before all the way to the very end, God invites us. So quickly, three specific invitations that I just looked at this week. Number one is come for personal cleansing. It's where it begins. To have this ongoing communication with God, we need to have our heart right. And so it begins with cleansing. Isaiah 1.18 says, Come now, let us settle the matter. Well, what's going on here, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. But in order for that to take place, you have to come. And we need to confess our sins. 1 John 1.8 If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins... If we confess the pride in our life, if we confess the anger, if we confess the unforgiveness, if we confess the lust, the deceit, the word says, he is faithful and just and will what? Forgive us our sins, and I love this, purify us from all unrighteousness. So you come for personal cleansing, one. Two, you come for rest of soul. You know this verse. It's a great verse. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. It's the words of Jesus, our Lord. He says, come to me. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I'm gentle in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But you gotta come. Come for a satisfying portion. Thirdly, John 7, 37, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty, remember remember this word? Let anyone who is thirsty come. Come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who would believe in him were later to receive. Isaiah 55, 1, come. 
All you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy, eat. Come buy wine and milk without money or without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. So how do you actually do it? And this is where I want to be very, very practical. Because we've heard these messages before. And I think sometimes we hear these messages, we read the word, come, and then we leave going, well, cognitively I heard that, but how do you actually do it? How do you come to God as a human being? As you read these scriptures, it's like they're good scriptures, but... How do I interact with that? And I'm going to tell you how I do. Because there's been so many times where I've, I've listened, but I haven't myself personally understood how do you do it. So I've been walking with the Lord for a few years, right? Just a couple, Frank, a couple decades, three, Whatever. And I think I finally, in some small ways, have figured out how to actually do it and interact and really receive from God. We know that all things comes through faith. There's an element of faith in all of this. It's not like there's some magic key and and you're going to leave today going, wow, I finally figured this, how, how you actually do it and receive from God. I'm not going to be able to give you anything like that, just a testimony, just a testimony of how I do it. Exercise faith. It's like you get an invitation from God. Come and see, just an invitation. And, you know, you, you can just look at that and, Check it out. There's a seal on the back. And come. And you just kind of just lay it down and, 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 and think, well, I don't understand what that means and just walk away. Something that you have to do when you get an invite. Whoever gives you an invite sends you an invite. You, you got to interact with that invite, right? You got to do something with it. If you don't, you're not going to know the date of the wedding or the event and all the details, right? Who, what, why, where, how come. You won't have any of those details. It's just, you might guess a little bit because you, you might have the address on, on, the, on the, the front of the card and you can say, well, I think this is this event and this is what's going on. But until you actually open up the invite and look at it. I got this fun little um, letter opener from 
Pat Cooper on my birthday a few years ago, and I, I've never really had a, you know, I've always just kind of opened up my, my envelopes with my, my finger, and it's like, these are cool. Slide it right in there, and it's, it's kind of neat. It's, it's, uh, you can't see it here, but it's the sword of the Spirit. It's got a verse on, the, on it, and it's kind of neat. What do you do? You, you open that up. You, you, you break the seal. Now it doesn't work, obviously, when, I, when I'm trying to do it. Sometimes you've got to work at it a little bit. See, this doesn't work. You've got to forget that. I'm just going to do it the old-fashioned way. You've got to break the seal. And you open it up. And so how it works for me is I'll take that Bible and I'll read it to hear the Holy Spirit speak to my heart. And then as I do, I'll just begin interacting with the word. There's a phrase there. I'll underline that phrase. I'll circle that phrase. I'll put a box around that phrase. And then I begin to verbalize it. And I pray to God using communication. I don't just think my prayers in my head. I actually pray them with words, with my mouth. You know, and I, I, I see a Clyde and, and, and a, a couple here, a dear couple, and they communicate with, with their hands, with, with signing. And so they, the principle is the same. You and I use our words. They use their, their, their hands. But you have to interact with the word. You have to actually Say, okay, Jesus, I come to you. You are the fountain of living water. I drink from you. And then as you interact with God, Holy Spirit just begins to minister to your heart. And he speaks to you and you hear him. So I'm going to do something today that's, that's just a little different. I'm going to give you something. It's no big deal. I'm going to give you a card here, all right? I'm not even going to tell you what's in it. And you know what you're going to want to do, right, when you get it? You're going to want to break the seal, right? That worked really cool. That's how it should have worked. It's like that. Yeah. You know, every day God gives us, gives us an, an invite, but we've got to do something with it. I want you to take, take this, this envelope home with you. All right, I'm going to ask the ushers to come forward. I got, I got some baskets. I'm going to ask Deanna to hand those out, all right? And you're going to want to, you're going to, want to break the seal right now. Don't do that. It won't, all, this, all of this will, don't do that, all right? Okay, can I have everyone promise that you're not going to open it up? And there's a, there's a time that I want you to open it up. Because I, I want you to learn something, which I think is so powerful. Is that when you are alone with God, when, when you know that you got 15 minutes minimum to be alone with God, to a half an hour, then I want you to open it up. 
That could be later today or tonight. It's probably not going to happen right away. You have things that you're going to be doing with your family. But at that moment when you are alone with the Lord, just you and God, then I want you to open it up, all right? And not until then. And so I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas on, on this day. It's a great day to be together, to seek the Lord, to sing some of these great carols. And uh, I pray that you would, would know the, the favor of God, that the favor of the Lord would rest on you, and that uh, you would know his peace and his joy. So I'm going to ask you to stand, all right? And uh, I'm going to pray a prayer a blessing over you. God, I I would ask on this Christmas by your spirit that we would think about your invitations to come. Lord, we're, we're needy we're thirsty. Teach us what it means to open up the word, hear your voice, respond. Every day. Every day we get an invitation to come to you. And so often these envelopes just There's a stack of them, Lord. We see it. We walk away. But in this new season, Lord, we want to go deeper with you. We want to stop. We want to break the seal. We want to come to you. So as you leave, I want you to think about just that, that thought. Just I, I want to break the seal every day. I want to break the seal. Open up the invite. Interact with it. I believe God's going to do some great things in our hearts as a result. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.